Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by helping women to dream bigger and build wealth through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. Change yourself, change the world. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. Little do you know, but we've already had a whole podcast before we officially started this podcast. Um, I have an absolutely remarkable couple that you're going to fall in love with. I'm in love with them. We could literally do like 17, a series of 17 podcasts on a number of different subjects. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see their book behind them. I have it right next to me right here. Um, if you're listening to this on a, one of the podcast channels, then we'll have a link to their website, um, their book and everything in the show notes of the podcast. But I'm so excited to have Robert and his beautiful wife, Kaylee, um, on our podcast today. And they, let me just tell you something. Even if you're, even if you're not married, the knowledge that this couple will pass on to you, even if it wasn't because of their story, the stories that they hear in their interactions with people every day, that what they do is they help couples to um, create greater work-life balance, especially couples that work together and, 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 or if maybe one is an entrepreneur, is that part of like your, I would eventually guess you have every which way, but sideways, but welcome to the podcast. Thanks, oh, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to do this. Yes. I'm, we feel honored. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. And clearly we could, like I said, do a series of podcasts, but before we get into like any nitty gritty, would you share with the people that are are listening or watching a little bit of the backstory? So what you did separately and how you decided to do what you're doing together? Because I think that's always a very interesting, the story is very interesting. Go ahead, Annie. <laughs> well, I'm third generation entrepreneur. And so I grew up almost not knowing anything different. And I remember when I met Robert, when we were dating, uh, I said to him, I said, I see you having your own business. And he's like, no, absolutely no. He was in a corporate. And I just thought, well, okay. I just thought everybody did. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, so we started We started dating. He, we met online and uh, we corresponded back and forth. It took, him, it took me about three weeks to uh, respond back because he, e- he had emailed me on a Christian site and I didn't join. I wasn't a member. He was. And so by the time I saw, I went on for the free days, I saw it. So then I responded back. He had a picture of him, a profile of the Matterhorn in the background skiing. And I love to ski. And I'm Swiss. I'm family in Switzerland. So we decided we we're going to meet up for our first date. And he asked me where I wanted to go. And I said, I didn't care. And he's like, no, really, where do you want to go? Because I'm thinking in my mind, does he want to take me on a water date? Does he want to take me on a dinner? Water like, you know. <laughs> like swimming or, yeah. or drinking no, water? No, drink a glass of water. <laughs> hey, it says a lot about somebody where they want to take you. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to set that stage. And so I kind of left it up to him. Even though he was traveling to my area, I left that all up to him. So we went out and um, had a good time. We were at the pier in Ventura, and then he walked me back to my car, and he said, I had a great time. Would you like to do this again? And I said, I had a great time, too. And he's like, how about if we go out Wednesday? And I said, oh, 
And he's like, what? And then you explain your side of it. Well, actually, before I said Wednesday, I just said, do you want to do this again? And she said, she responded, yeah, okay. And so, you know, a million things are going through my head in like a split second. You know, is she into me? Did she really mean yes? Or obviously she said, okay, but her body language clearly was different. So I decided to just close the deal then. Yes or no? I wanted a yes or no, because it's an hour back to Pasadena, and I don't want to be driving home thinking, what the heck did she mean? And most men would have just let me off the hook and thought, oh, she's too much trouble. I'm moving on. Forget it. So that's why I asked her, okay, or told her I'm going to be back in town on Wednesday. So do you want to you know, go, go out for dinner again or grab a drink? And that's when she hemmed and hawed. I wasn't sure because you know what? Something could come up better. I didn't want to commit. I mean, yeah, the there old, could be a lot going on. Yeah, the old washing your hair routine. Yeah. <laughs> so then I finally, he's like, no, I'm really going to be in town. He wasn't going to let me off the hook. So then I said, okay, let's go. So we went out on Wednesday. Yeah. And then it, it gets it easier get and harder at the same time. <laughs> for him after that either. Okay, you guys, I made him work. But long story short, and if... You know, you want to ask Steve for questions, but we ended up going to counseling a month after we had met. Or no, she asked me to go to counseling. She, she suggests I go to counseling. And so it turned into relationship counseling all the way to the time we got married two years later. Um, so that was, a whole, that was a whole thing in itself. And yeah. so that counseling piece just kind of lays a foundation to kind of what we do now, helping married entrepreneurs, because coming from my corporate background, I knew what good looked like as far as running a business. And when I, six years ago, when I started going full time to help, you know, do business consulting for privately held small business, uh, one of the thing, first things I, I noticed, and they would hire me for marketing help because that was my background. But the first thing I would notice as I looked into their business, looking into the operations, looking at financials and all that, um, I would say, man, you guys are working way too hard. Like it was just, you guys are, it's not a marketing issue. You've got some margin issue. You just have no time and money to do anything to really grow effectively the only reason why you are growing if if you are growing is just because you're putting more time in Mm -hmm. and that's just robbing you from personal time and statistically they say about 71 percent of business owners are married and so what happened was one client after another would start talking about their personal life Mm. and as you know as we're helping them with the business but then they start talking about their personal life and start just noting a trend you know one of the things i one of the things about me in marketing what i love the research part and so I was just like listening to this stuff going, oh, is, is this a thing? <laughs> now, granted, my dad was a pastor. Her dad was a, a business owner. But we also faced as kids the lack of balance in our life mm-hmm. and that the, our dads are working so hard in the ministry or in business that the family often took a back seat. So, I mean, we just thought it was maybe a coincidence. It was our own experience. But we're clearly this is a trend. And so that's why about four years ago now, I just asked Kaylee, I said, you know, I think there's something here going on. And I don't, I did some research. I don't see any programs out there that help entrepreneurs do it better, do it well at home and in business. You know, just like we had a a discovery call last week with a potential new client and they found us in Google and they said, yeah, there's nobody. We both, they said they go to counseling, marriage counseling, and they go separately. They have their own counselors. And they said they help us, you know, relationally with some communication and stuff but they can't understand the business dynamic and the issues that we're dealing with and how to real time apply the relational communication stuff into what we're dealing with in business. And so that's, that's our sweet spot is we understand business, but we understand marriage. We understand the tension between the two 
and how do you do that better? And so it, it's just kind of like a, you know, from childhood experience all the way to personal experience and career experience to our own counseling experience <laughs> and to kind of let us to what we do now. Isn't it a beautiful story when, when you're where you're sitting now to see how God literally orchestrated, orchestrated every step, every step from childhood to be doing what you're doing now, which I think is such a beautiful thing to share with other people. Just that, even if we never went anywhere else, which I'm going to, but that piece alone is so it's profound because I think we are trying to rush everything all the time. Like I need to go here. I need to go there, but there are specific things that we have to actually go through to get there. You had to go through the things that individually you went through as children, then, you know, young adults figuring out your way. You had to work in corporate America, you know, and then marry a, a full on entrepreneur who knows nothing else. And you who didn't, I mean, it's just it, the, 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 looking like the 30,000 foot view is like, this was a progression that was leading right here. It's yeah. beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I will just say this, that Bobby and I did a little marriage summit recently. We called it the BAM summit. Um, we did four or five days. We talked about different topics and, you know, being we, the last day was talking about being married to an entrepreneur. It's literally a different subject. It's a different subject. It, it has its own set of, it's a, it's a whole different category of, of relationship, um, management for lack of a, another term. And it is, um, and we are both entrepreneurs, which is a blessing and a curse. It's been wonderful. And sometimes it's not wonderful. Uh, but I, I think to myself all the time, because I have worked with women for so many years who want to be entrepreneurs or are, um, and, and when they're married to somebody who isn't, that is a whole ball of wax to unwind. And some couples really um, they actually don't make it. So I think what you're doing, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing because there is a huge need. I know you guys are perfectly equipped for such a specific and beautiful thing. Um, and you guys love Jesus and you just have, you just have all that and a bag of chips. And so I appreciate, I just appreciate what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, statistically only 9% of the population are business owners and then 70% of them are married, so which means it's roughly about 6.9% of the population are married and have a business of, you know, they're either working together or not. So it is a specific niche and a specific issue that doesn't really get dealt with head on. There's not, you know, as entrepreneurs, we feel lonely as it is. Mm -hmm. You do. And then when you're married and you're feeling you're dealing with this business and marriage tension, like, who do you go to? Like, who really understands? And, and it's a true, it's so true because we've had this discussion just as a couple, like, um, when it comes to just, just on a, you this TMI about me, but just on a personal <laughs> level, like to make friends, to have, like to have girlfriends or to have couple friends. I, I'm intolerant of couples that, that aren't entrepreneurs. They don't get us. They don't understand. It's a different <laughs> language. They think we're nuts. The decisions we make, they look at us like cross-eyed, like, why would you do that? Or, you know, because we've, the life that we have built together over the last almost 20 years has been a life that avoids the bulk of things that the average people do. We don't go places on the weekend. We vacation Sunday through Thursday. We do the things when everybody else is doing the regular yeah. things. We, mm -hmm. we, everybody's going this way, you know, left and we're going yeah. right. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, so to hang out with, just to find this, you know, Find a good, a good, a couple that you both like. That's hard, by the way, mm -hmm. just uh, automatically. <laughs> then, then to find a couple that maybe, maybe hopefully shares your faith. So you have that in common. Okay. And Matt, yeah, you're making it a little harder, but then find a couple you both like different personalities, whatever shares your faith and is entrepreneurs. It's a unicorn. It's very, very <laughs> difficult. 
And, yeah. um, but I, and I've tried and we've both tried and, you know, you have to almost settle. I, I say that very lovingly, <laughs> but you have to almost settle. Sounds like you're for, dating. I know, <laughs> but you have to almost settle for people. Like you can get, you can't get all of those things, yeah. but, but mm-hmm. there is a very specific, you're so right. There is a very specific set of, um, problems you deal with, uh, stress that, that is on you, leadership things that you deal with that people that, that, that aren't in this world, they, they don't understand it. So to have you two, um, to be able to, you had your own experience, but now what, what happens, I know this from doing hair. I learned so many amazing things from my clients. Mm-hmm. I was like a walking encyclopedia because every day people were, and I'm curious, so I ask all these questions. I was just learning things, and you guys are sure with all that your clients now, your your toolbox is full. Plus, doing the podcast, I mean, and the all, podcast. The, all the guests we meet and yeah. having you on and your husband. Oh my gosh, that was a treat. I mean, I remember when I first proposed this idea to her oh, yeah, a few this years is ago. Funny. I I asked Kaylee. I said, "Hey, what do you think about doing a podcast? Since we're doing this thing for couples and business and stuff like that, what do you, there's no podcast out there really for this." So why don't we do a podcast? And she says, absolutely no. Yeah. <laughs> Which I already expected that answer. So. My marketing <laughs> husband here knows me too well. It didn't hurt my feelings because I was already expecting it. And so I just said, okay, just think about it. Because I learned early on, even in our dating life, that you can't put her on the spot and don't expect an answer right away. And Always the same. You, can't, you can't push her, right? And so I just planted the seed and let it go. And then about a month later, I said, I asked her, oh, what do you think about doing like a little five minute video for like Facebook, Instagram for, for our audience? And she reluctantly said yes. And then it was a little rough in the beginning, but she kind of got into it a little bit, got used to it. And then a, a two or three months later, then she came back to me and said, okay, let's do the podcast. Yeah, I just have to ease into it. And it was totally not something I wanted to do. I did not feel comfortable. Robert's like, honey, it's not like you're speaking in front of people. You're on a podcast. You're going to love it. It's totally different. And you were right. And she's like you. She's very inquisitive. And so I said, this is the perfect (laughs) vehicle for you because, one, you always say how you want to meet some great business people. Mm -hmm. What better way to meet them than invite them on to be interviewed, right? True. And you can ask as many questions as you want because that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) And you're so natural. You guys are very natural together as a couple. Were you like this when you first started just consulting other couples? No, we didn't start consulting with other couples in the beginning. It was just strictly um, business owners, I mean, for their business. But then it kind of, you know, as we noticed that whole, they start talking about their personal life and how that was getting challenging. Then we became intentional about it about four years ago. And so when you, were you doing it together when it was business people in the beginning? Or have you always done the consulting together? Was it separate? The actual face-to-face consulting, it was just me, mm-hmm. but she would help me in the business. Yeah. Um, but when it was the direct interaction with clients, especially when it's Zoom, it was, just, it was just me. And then after we saw the whole marriage issue, then we said, okay, it's two on two. Get you and your spouse and me and my spouse, and we're going to do this together. We're going to talk about it. So it was works. it natural in the beginning? Like, were you, because you're, you're so natural mm-hmm. together. You, you, you complement each other in great ways. You're different enough that that you're not just saying the same thing. So when you first started, was there was there an adjustment to figure out how that worked? Yeah, because one, I was always I was always doing the consulting anyway, and Kaylee would kind of stay in the background a little bit. Yeah, because I like to be behind the scenes, the quiet one, didn't have the voice, kind of hidden, and I would refer to Robert. But then the Lord told me I couldn't do that anymore. Mm. 
he told me I couldn't because I my husband is, is good at so many things. So I'm like, oh, Robert can do it. He can do it. I'll just be back here. You know, I don't need to be in the front. And then he's like, no, you cannot ride on your husband's cur- coattails anymore. You need to come alongside of him. And I'm like, really, Lord? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, OK, Lord. So it's been a process for me. And then he was so used to doing things by himself, running the show. So it took some work for us to um, to come together. And I think the podcast helped too, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing this almost simultaneously. We started, you know, focusing on married entrepreneurs and then we kind of launched the podcast, you know, just shortly thereafter. And even just doing the podcast together, was kind of similar at first was me primarily asking questions or doing the talking. And then as Kaylee got more comfortable, then she would to interject. And so now it's, you know, what you're seeing now is definitely flowing a lot better than it was three years ago. And uh, just, you know, time and just trying to find our way and even little cues, like when she wants to speak, you know, then I just tell her to because otherwise I'll just keep talking. (laughs) But but she and it takes her a little while to process. So we just came up with a little thing like you guys have the superheroes Mm -hmm. right? when you're doing podcasts. Well, Kaylee and I, we just tap each other on 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 the thigh when we want to say something. But, well, that's funny because I tried the tapping, but Bobby didn't cue into it. He did not get it. <laughs> he just thought you. I mean, he thought he was just giving like it a little like taps, tap, little low taps. Yeah. He didn't feel it, see it, nothing. It had to be very visual, very visual. That's um, so yeah, that's really that's really awesome. I I have a question for you because I, I know in my experience, Bobby and I have almost only worked. We've been we've been together twenty three years. We've worked together for over twenty of them. Like literally, wow. we've actually worked together. So that has been really such a positive, you know, I mean, of course you fight and there's all the things, but I think because of that, we've been able to grow together, experience things together. We have shared memories. I think it's been a really, really, I can't imagine not working with him. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you, since you guys have been doing what you're doing now with couples and the podcast, do you think that your relationship has gotten, has been strengthened? Tell me how that's, how that's change. I say it's been strengthened because one time we were getting on a session with a coaching session with a group of people. And I don't know what it was, if it was fear on my end or what, but I got upset about something and we were getting ready to get on the call in five minutes. And Robert's like, really, honey, are you doing this now? And we had to get it. I won't say we got it totally resolved, but we got it to a place where we could come back and talk about it later because we're not the type of people that can get on when I'm upset and act all cheery, like nothing's wrong. And that week we were working with the couples on conflict. So it's kind of interesting how that kind of pops up. It was our pilot group. It was our pilot group of married entrepreneurs. And yeah, she's like, she raises this issue. And I'm looking at her like, really? (laughs) Like, Uh, so we, well, we had a a real time, you know, teaching moment to our group. (laughs) We got on and said, this is what happened. This is how we Mm -hmm. dealt with it in five minutes. Cause you know, people think, oh, you got to totally have it resolved you know, before we go to bed or whatever. And we said, look, in five minutes, you can't resolve the issue, right? By the time we get on the call. What we did do is I acknowledge the importance of this issue that we need to talk about. And let's talk about it. You know, I heard a little bit for her and I said, okay, let's talk about it after the call. Give me like 15 minutes after we're done with our group and then we'll talk about it. So that was the resolution because just that piece, Kaylee having that piece that knowing I hear you and we mm-hmm. will talk about it. And this is when we're going to talk about it. Because a lot of times, like a spouse will say, okay, we'll talk about it later. And later is just really code word for, I hope you'll forget. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was kind of a teaching moment even for our group. And obviously it just keeps us sharp. (laughs) So that's one way of building intimacy is like, okay, we had conflict. Now we need to be able to resolve it. And when you resolve it, it's just speaking the truth and love is what conflict is. And that brings you closer to each other. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think sometimes what, what could feel like it's the biggest fight could turn into the biggest blessing because you broke through Mm -hmm. something that was, that was causing, you know, what, what, whatever the thing was. And, you know, I think that you tell me if this is true for you, it's been very, very true for me. I'm obviously Bobby's not here, so I won't speak for him, but it's been very true for me in, especially over the last couple of years at teaching 16 weeks of leadership. It has forced me, um, not that I wasn't living that way, but it, it up levels you. It holds you at a very, very high accountability to yourself when you are speaking on these things. And it's changed me dramatically. I, I have literally changed as a person because of the things that I teach. And so I wonder with you guys, I mean, you're talking about strategies within a marriage, strategies within a business, and you're doing this on the podcast with other people. You're doing it in real life for your own business and your own lives. And you're doing it with other couples. Do you see that 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 has like you're holding yourselves to this standard of stuff that you're talking about and you're like you're basically the perfect couple now right <laughs> yeah Not sure the perfect right couple. so you know what we do Keep is yeah what we do is we have the tools to know how to deal with issues when they come right. up because they're going to come up there's yeah. no because we're different right we yeah. have similarities but we have differences and there's going to be differences of opinions that's just going to be natural and that's also a good thing mm-hmm. yeah. Right. That's one of the issues we, we tell our, our clients and remind ourselves is don't let the issue become the problem between you and your spouse, because, you know, the issue at hand is something we work together and deal with. And it's beneficial to have different viewpoints because we all have blind spots. And my look, I look at things one way. She looks at things the other way. And together, though, we get the full picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes with couples, it becomes an argument and a, a big conflict where you just got to understand we just have a different way of looking at it. And so let's explore that before we just get into an argument. It's actually a beautiful thing. I hated it about Bobby, though. I have to tell you, it was probably the source of my own irritation in our relationship the most for many, many years. Because I was like, I don't get why he doesn't see it my way. (laughs) What's wrong with him? Clearly, I'm so I've got this right. I mean, obviously, I have it right. And but but, you know, now here we are to over two decades in and I so appreciate his the fact that he doesn't see things like me. And now if he does agree with me, I always think, He's not telling me the truth because, <laughs> because he, we usually think so differently, but I think, you know, you, you begin, you grow and you change in different ways. So now these things that, that used to cause conflict, um, we don't have, we don't have the same amount of them anymore because we actually have molded to each other in such, you know, really probably weird ways. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. really well, awesome. And sometimes it's hard too, because, you know, we want each other to be honest. And sometimes that's hard to hear. I, like I say, yeah. oh, honey, I want you to be honest with me. And then when he says it, I'm like, oh, if I really want to hear that, I'm like, you hurt my feelings, you yeah. know, but then I have to like take it to the Lord and pray about it and, and think about it as what he's saying. There's some merit, some truth there, you know, even though it hurts. I think when you have, um, when you really trust that the person that you're with wants the best for you. And, and that, that just takes maturity in a relationship. Cause I know in, when I was in my twenties and, and for sure, probably through my thirties, 
you're still kind of thinking about yourself a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like you're Mm -hmm. thinking about what's best for you, Mm -hmm. but when you believe for real, when you really believe that your person, they are for the best of you, that they really are. They're not, they don't have ego. They're not competing with you. They want the, and so I think for me, you know, I know wholeheartedly Bobby doesn't have any, he wants me to be the best that I can be. He wants me, he wants that for me. So if he has something to say about me, that's not great. I know it's coming from a place of, he probably actually doesn't really want to tell me because he doesn't want to hurt my feelings, but he does want me to be the best version of myself. And I think that that takes a while to get, it took me a while. We were together nine years before I real. I don't know if I told you guys this when we recorded with your podcast, but I was married and divorced and kind of thought, I didn't think, I really didn't think people could be in love before I met Bobby. I thought everybody was lying um, because I loved my children so much and I never loved anybody even close. It couldn't even come close to that depth that I felt for my children. So I was just like, well, everybody lies because nobody loves like, like, you know, oh, they're my soulmate. And I was like, all right, there's no such thing as a soulmate. I'm sure you get along, but it's just not, it doesn't come close. Well, when I met Bobby, obviously he, I mean, my counterpart in every way. And I just fell head over heels in love with him. But, and even that being said, we were together eight or nine years into the relationship. And I had this thought, huh, I think we might make it eight or nine years of, of, you know, just life and everything. It's not like we were fighting or anything, but I thought, I remember very clearly thinking this might, this might actually last. And so I think that for me, that was like a piece of a wall that, that finally took nine years for that piece to dissolve. But when you, when you can do that and you can trust the other person that much, I think you can receive their feedback, even if it feels negative with different ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one thing Kaylee said years ago, and I still remember it because one thing I got to hand it to Kaylee, she, she's really, I think she's responsible for building me up as a leader and the head of the household. And she leads from behind, basically. She's still a leader. And I remember we had a disagreement on something I think had something to do with, you know, finances or investing or something like that. And so we had a disagreement on this and I was kind of digging my heels in a little bit. <laughs> and then she just ended, she said her piece and then she said, I trust you. I know you'll make the best decision for us. And then the moment that word us came out, I'm like, it just hit me right between the eyes. And I'm like, oh, so it's not about me, (laughs) right? I really do need to look at this thing differently. Is this really the best decision for us? You know, because when we get in arguments, we want to kind of everybody kind of finds a neutral corner and you want to dig your heels in, you want to be right. And but when she said that, I was like, oh, that's right. This is not, it's not about me. And so I totally looked at it differently. And then probably about a week or so later, I remember coming back to her and said, you know, I think you're right. That's <laughs> so just what it is. Because I have to think about it from different her angle and my angle and then come to the conclusion. I was like, yeah, what is the best decision for us? And then I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. So, yeah, that was, I think that was kind of a turning point for me too in our marriage was that. It's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't a zero-sum game. Right? Yeah. We're really, everything we do is about us. Yeah. And so let's treat it as such. That's awesome. What a, what a beautiful and powerful moment. Just that one thing that she just said, cause she was just feeling it and it hit you and it trans that, that was, that's a transformative moment. I'm, I'm thank you for sharing that. Um, I have a question for you guys. Have you ever worked with a couple that you were like, yeah, you guys, it's not going to work. I mean the marriage or the yeah. business or both? both either or either or both. 
You guys are like, well, literally, this is, it's not working. Um, not necessarily, although we had a real apprehension early on. Um, and it was kind of what the couple we were talking about off <laughs> right before yeah. we recorded. But I mean, they in their intake form, she must have filled this out because it said, <laughs> oh, no, no, it wasn't the intake form. Is as we're signing the contract to oh. to for them mm-hmm. to accept us as a consultant as literally as she's like signing it she's like this is our last ditch approach and i'm like wait what do you what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean exactly is just talk about no your marriage your business yeah. or both <laughs> and so she's talking about their marriage and i'm like well you know okay number one we're not marriage counselors mm-hmm. we are business consultants first we just happen to help you you know with some of the communication and conflict issues but we're not miracle workers in a sense we're not marriage counselors and if that's where you th- feel you are in your marriage and that, you know, we're probably not the person, the people, but they decide to go on and, you know, we made some strides with them and, and then, but we've never had going in, once you're kind of into it, we've never felt that it's not going to work. We always, we always see, you know, because of the way they come to us because we want to work with them together. So, which means they're both saying, okay, yes, there's something wrong here and we need, we want both want it fixed. So I think for the fact that we only accept them together, um, we already know both people, both sides have some skin in the game and they, they want this to work. That's and awesome. so they usually come with a certain attitude. If only one person's going to work with us, then it's kind of, I mean, it can still work, but that's not ideal situation. And so far we've only, you know, we've been able to work just with the couples together. And then I remember our, your very first, we weren't working together. Your very first client uh, was in business for 40 years and they didn't make it. They were not teachable. They didn't want to do anything different. They said, oh, this is the way we've been doing this for 40 years. They've tried everything they said. Uh, any ideas we had, they just weren't close to it and not open. And then they ended up unfortunately closing because. That was, that was the business angle. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was what they weren't, it wasn't a, a married couple we we're dealing with. It was just a, a business that we we're helping, but. They I needed think- you and they didn't even know it. Yeah, but I think the the I think the the theme or what she's talking about the this is how we do it you know not willing mm-hmm. to change is always the X factor in succeeding in, in marriage and business. Are you willing to to do things differently on both sides to succeed? Because clearly what you're doing is not working, and then it's challenging when they're just trying to dig their heels in and don't want to put forth the effort. And so that that is a mean. principle that would apply to everything. Yeah, exactly. So I can imagine if you're not willing to make some changes in your business, it's probably goes all the way through every area mm-hmm. of your life. Um, okay. So if you had, as we kind of, cause we could go for seven hours, truly. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things. I have so many things that I would love to, first of all, um, I would love to, when we, I've been toying with the idea of doing kind of a, we will in the future be doing a couple's something, whether that's retreat whether that's a virtual summit, I would absolutely love to have you guys be a part of it. I think you're such a wealth of knowledge. Um, you're fun. You're, you're different. So, so I think I'm more like Robert and I think Bobby's more like Kaylee because just of personality types. Uh, Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because, um, I see, I don't, I wouldn't have seen that if you guys didn't explain some things about, about your personalities. Um, and the, and in Bob, in our relationship, Bobby was always in the front for the, for many, many, many years. And then something like flip-flopped and I don't even know when or how it happened where I started like being more in the front. And now 
like he's very happy not being in the front. And I'm like, get out there, guy. Like, she's pushing on you guys. I'm like, come on. Anyway, I think you guys are phenomenal. Um, Thanks. so I would love to just keep our keep this going and keep doing Absolutely. things together because yes. you guys know as well as I'm sure you guys know this as well as I do, that like the enemy attacks marriage mm-hmm. and wants to break down the family. Yeah. maybe the most, maybe of any, of any other area of this world, that's the, I think the, the, we're at the, like, we're on the front lines when it comes to relationships and, and for the family to stay together, the, it, the marriage has to, the marriage, it, that's where the work has to go so that you mm-hmm. can, you can keep that piece together. Um, and if you can keep that piece together, then so many other pieces will yeah. not fall off as easily. So yep. I just want to thank you again. But if you had, like, if you had one thing, somebody's listening, they're like, yeah, we're uh, for just know you'll have all the information to connect with them. If you need them, if you're listening to this, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to us and they might be like, dear Lord, Jesus, I'm so happy. You heard this. <laughs> thank you, Lord. So we'll make all their <laughs> contact information available in the show notes. You don't have to find them or Google them. It'll be right either below the video or in the show notes. Um, but if you could like, if you, you have one top thing, if somebody's listening, I mean, just one top thing that you would say um, to people, if they're, um, they're struggling, what's the one takeaway that you could give them something today that might make a little bit of a difference? Mine's going to be a two-parter. Okay. I'll go first then. <laughs> I'll go on the relationship side. For Robert and I, he's very detailed and it used to bug me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so detailed. I'm more of the creative. But now I look at it as, oh my gosh, as opposed to letting it rub me like sandpaper, I look at it as, oh my gosh, these are great things that he has because we're opposites. Usually we marry somebody opposite. And so now I'll go to him if I need something that's really detailed. I'll say, honey, can you look at this? So now we're able to work in each other's giftings and we're so much stronger Sometimes she goes together. a little crazy with that, but that's okay. I mean, you come in handy, honey. I mean, what can I do? You're talented, Robert. <laughs> I can't help myself. She's using me for my organizational skills. <laughs> I feel so used. And then so. So anyways, instead of arguing about your differences, how can you get on the same page and work together? Because that's going to make your business grow a lot faster mm. when you're on the same page. You're not going to have all these things that you're going to areas where you're going to get stuck and not be able to make decisions and move forward. So both in your relationship and your business is used utilizing each other's strengths. Yeah. You know, all the things we do with our, our clients, all the principles are that's crossover from marriage to business, business to marriage. And so the two part answer I would give is don't accept status quo Mm -hmm. and get help. Mm. So, you know, Kaylee on the marriage side, she was, being very intentional. She didn't want to have a marriage like her parents. And I didn't realize it, but I didn't want that for myself too. Cause my parents, even though my dad was a pastor, but still they're not perfect and they didn't know how to do conflict. Um, you know, it was just, it, you know, in its own ways it's dysfunctional too. So um, she didn't want to have the status quo marriage and she always wants more and pushing more. And even in business, we're always wanting more. We're always wanting to improve and always want to grow. So both in your marriage and your business, don't let one outshine the other. Mm-hmm. You can do both well, but you have to be very intentional about it. So just don't accept the status quo and always be reaching to do better and get help because I was reflecting just recently about just my life in general and looking at all the areas in life, you know, career, school, business, where I've seen success and seen kind of acceleration, I had help. I either had a mentor, a coach, or a consultant, or something. You always had help. 
And so certainly have kind of built in help with Kelly, but still at the same time, it's always good to have an outsider come in and sometimes just state the obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of times the coaches are just like state exactly what I already knew, but for whatever reason I didn't do. And so I'm like, they say that and I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know? So you just need that outside input into it. But too many times people are trying to do it all themselves and they get stuck. And so don't accept a status quo, marriage or business, and then go get help. Mm. Yeah. And you're great about that, Michelle. You mentor so many young ladies. I think it's fabulous and wonderful that you have such a big following with the Girl Power Alliance and you're doing that. You're teaching them, you're training them. Thank you. Thank you. I I love it. Um, and sadly I have made so many mistakes that I have a lot to offer. <laughs> that's right. That's, where, that's, that's why you're wise. Right? That's where wisdom comes in. That's why you get wisdom is from mistakes. So. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for those, um, incredibly just powerful, powerful. If you're listening or watching just, just that I know added value to your life and your relationship And um, I know hopefully we'll get to see lots and lots more of the two of you. Thank you for being on the podcast today. I appreciate you. Um, I think you're fun. Still waiting for you guys to come out to wine country. So (laughs) lunch or dinner or something together. It's it's getting warm. So you have a window before it gets too hot. (laughs) We better get out there quick. Better hurry. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate you and give our best to Bobby. Yes. Yes, yes. What an amazing couple. I loved having them on the podcast. And just a little side note update. They did drive out to wine country and they did have lunch with Bobby and I at one of the wineries. And it was amazing. Got to know them even better. And I'm really excited about doing stuff with them in the future as we kind of expand our market beyond just women to add in resources for men, adding in more resources for couples. You know, we're just doing all kinds of things over here inside of Girl Power Alliance. Did you know that? Are you a part of our community yet? Because you literally have nothing to lose. The bottom line is we know. <laughs> we, are, we know you're out there in the world. You need to make income for your family, but you want to do it in a way that is aligned with your faith. And maybe you've done things before and you're like, I've never been successful yet. I need tracks to run on. I need good mentorship and good leadership. Well, guess what? All of those things are right here inside of Girl Power Alliance. We are making it easier than ever for you to plug into all of our resources, plug into the business opportunity and go out there and authentically be excited, share things with other women and become the best version of yourself that you've ever been. And in the process of doing that, being able to build a financial legacy that absolutely nothing and no one can tear down. We're like really serious about it. We're obsessed with it. We want to help you make that happen. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com and be part of what we're doing. Change yourself, change the world 